You're listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 125, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley. I feel like I say the same thing every single time I start a She Runs the Show episode. And I do. And it is what it is. So this episode is a really important one. We're going to distill a lot of myths that we have built up in our heads about why we're in business uh, justifications for doing the things that we do in business. And I do think that today's topic impacts men as greatly as it impacts women. And I'm going to get into that in a second. In today's episode, we're going to talk about showing up, really, really showing up and why it's time for you to show up for you. <laughs> Which a lot of people fight doing and feel guilty for doing. And we're going to just... We're just going to crush those myths and those limiting beliefs and those downward spirals that get us into places of playing the blame, shame, guilt game. And if you're interested in figuring out how to do that on a regular basis, how literally to fire your inner critic, find your inner badass, and finally, finally start or build your business, join my private Facebook community. I've got a great community of amazing entrepreneurs in there, and we are doing, we're doing the damn thing. We're doing the work of just firing our inner critic and finding our inner badass and growing and developing and developing that inner power first so that we can build the business that we want to build. And you can join or request to join that private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. I am selective about this group. I'm just going to preface that. So if you do not get accepted into the group, it don't be offended. This is a very powerful, sacred community to me. And I go in there and train and teach Monday through Friday, every morning at 4am. I do an FB live in that group. And so it is closed. It is private. It is only for those who really, truly want to fire their inner critic, find their inner badass, and finally start or build their business. So I'm I'm really picky, and I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm super picky about who is in that group, and it is a sacred community to me. So if you do not get accepted into the group, please do not get offended, but I am selective and I am picky and... I'm good with that. So if you'd like to be in the group, if you know you're ready to access your inner badass and activate your power and really stand for what you deserve, then join me in the group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. All right, let's talk about this episode. This is deep work we're going to talk about because a lot of us have been well-trained that our goals, our purpose, our mission in life, it's got to be tied to a selfless cause. A lot of us have been, a lot of us have been raised to not, <clears throat> not be selfish. I can't tell you how many times I remember in childhood being told, don't be so selfish. Don't be so selfish. And that is really tough. It is really tough when, um, Jeez, I didn't think I was going to get emotional this episode. Um, 
it is super tough when, uh, when you grow up being told that in order for you to be good, I need to just find my tap for a second. Oh, there goes that noise. Um, <laughs> it's really tough when you grow up and, <clears throat> and you're constantly being told that, uh, in order to be good, you need to be selfless. That in order to be acceptable, you need to always think about other people and you need to be the bigger person. Um, and although our parents are well-meaning and although they really just want the best for us, it's a crock of shit to be raised, to believe that your entire purpose must be grounded in serving others completely selflessly and at your own expense in order for you to be worthy. It's bullshit. It's absolute and complete bullshit. And in fact, it actually does not serve the other person or the other people because anytime we give out of lack, anytime we give out of obligation, anytime we give to earn validation, we're not even fully giving to that other person or those other people or those other things. So I want to talk today about when you've been raised in a situation where you are embedded with this concept, and it's not just parents who do it, it's religion that does it, it's community that does it, it's school that does it, you know, you get rewarded for being a good girl or good boy, you get rewarded for helping your classmate first. I mean, we promote this bullshit about always be the bigger person, always focus on somebody else, always serve. Here's the thing. You have no capacity to show up for anybody else, to give to anybody else, to share with anybody else if you don't do that for you first. I don't know where we got this thing of just crucify yourself for other people. Yes, Jesus did it. Jesus is Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand where we are going into this space of, of, of living lives where if we're pursuing our goal or dream for us, we feel guilty if that dream is not anchored in selflessness, service, and Helping other people, especially those close to us. Here's the thing. When you show up for you, when you focus on a goal, a dream, a business, a calling that was put in you by your creator, when you fully dive into that and you do the damn thing, you then become a testimony for other people who aren't doing that for themselves and your example is the gift. Your happiness is the gift. Your joy is the gift. Your success is the gift. And anybody who's going to make you feel guilty for showing up for you first, A, doesn't love themselves, and B, 
has no capacity to love you. So why would you ever take advice from those people when they're not showing up for themselves, which means they can't show up for you, which means you're taking advice from somebody who lacks the capacity to serve because they can't even serve themselves. And I want to hit home on this because few people talk about this. And the reason why I say men and women are experiencing it equally, this is not a woman entrepreneur thing. It really isn't. Men feel the pull and the need to be the providers and the leaders and the guides. And then yet they're emasculated in society. They're treated like, you know, everybody is a, you know, every, every man is a certain way and is part of the patriarchy and da, 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 da. No, every man is not part of the patriarchy. No, every man is not a misogynist. And yet men live with all of these burdens and all of these responsibilities. And yet they've got to be the perfect dad too. So they've got to be the provider and they've got to be the perfect dad. And they and yes, they're entitled to emotions, but no, they can't necessarily show them in certain places. So men and women are equally in the world that we live in today, experiencing this place where they feel like they've got to be so many things to everybody else. And that wanting what they want, if it conflicts with any of the expectations that the world has for them, is a bad thing. And let's just get this out of the way right now. All of that's a lie. All of that's a lie. All of it. Every bit of it. Because if you don't show up for you, however you're showing up for other people is a lie anyway. It's a lie anyway. And so here's what I want to say. It's time for you to show up for yourself first. And I'm sure there will be plenty of people who disagree with me. I'm sure there'll be plenty plenty of people who say, you know, but I'm a mom, I'm a dad, and, you know, my kids come first, and, you know, my marriage comes first. And can I tell you the only thing, the only thing that should ever come before you in your life, and actually it really doesn't come before you because it is in and through you, and it is is a part of you. It created you. God, that's the only thing. God, your creator. That is the only thing that comes first because you don't breathe without your creator. You don't see without your creator. You don't live without your creator. That is the only thing that can be before you. And it really isn't before you because God is in and through you. But other than that, You've got to show up for yourself first. There's no, I mean, people can tell me everything they want to tell me. I've talked to parents who, you know, they kill themselves for their children. They have one in soccer and one in piano and one in voice and one who wants to be in the Olympics and one who wants to go to Harvard and they wake up running on behalf of their children. They live their days exhausting themselves on on the behalf of their children and they go to bed late at night still thinking about what they have to do the next day for their children. That's not noble. I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. That's not noble. That's not setting a good example. What you're teaching your children is a few things. You're teaching your children that they are a burden that you have given up your life for. Not a good lesson for your children. Because then they grow up feeling like burdens. And then they become parents who do that to their own children. And their children grow up feeling like burdens. Second thing you're doing is you're showing your children that they can't have both. 
that either they're going to be a really good mom or dad, or they're going to be really great in business, but they can't have both. And then that's how you get all of these kids who are either delaying getting married, delaying having children, thinking they've got to do a career first. Can I just say, all of these people who say, well, you know, I want to be a great parent like my parent was, but they didn't have a career, so I'm going to do the career thing first, and then I'm going to have a family, and then they wake up at 39, and I'm talking to women, but also men, because science is proving that men aren't as good at making babies in their 40s as they were at 20. And a woman wakes up at 39 or 40 and says, oh, now I've built my career, and I'm the VP, or I'm the CEO, and I'm making a certain amount, and I'm going to go have a baby tomorrow. Does it work that way? doesn't. And I'm 40 trying to have a baby now. Doesn't work that way. Hate to tell you. Somewhere along the way, somebody told you that you couldn't have both. So you believed you couldn't have both. So you did one first. You delayed the other one. You're trying to do this one second. It's not quite working out. I get Halle Berry had a baby at like 47 or 48. Miracle. Wonderful. Hope it was her eggs. Not quite sure. Doesn't really matter. That's her business. But what I will say is, you can have both. We've been sold a lie. I'm not saying you can have everything at the same time. But you can have both. But the problem with that is, if you don't show up for you first, how do you even know what both you want? You don't. You live confused. You spend a lot of years hustling for your worthiness. You spent a lot of years proving yourself to other people. You spent a lot of years people-pleasing and human doormatting and, uh, you know, fighting for time to work on your dreams on the side and hoping people will be on your side and feeling awful when they're not and, and, and debating and, you know, arguing for your limitations and trying to convince. Listen, listen, you will never convince somebody that you're worthy who is grounded in believing that you're not. Never. If somebody is sold on the idea that you are not worthy, you will never change their mind about that if they are served in that belief. Stop trying. Here's the other thing. You will never do enough giving and serving from a place of lack that ever completely fulfills the needs of the other person because you're coming from lack. And lack comes from not showing up for yourself first. So people can tell me everything they want to tell me about, well, no, um, you know, they come before me and I'm serving them and I'm fulfilled in my service. And yes, I'm exhausted and tired and overwhelmed. And at times I feel resentful for giving everything that I give to my family. But at the end of the day, you know, I do what I have to do and I make the sacrifices I have to make. You can sing that song to me all day long. And here's what I'm going to say. God would never give you a calling and not fulfill within you every resource needed to fulfill it in the moment it is meant to be fulfilled. That includes the calling of being a parent. That includes the calling of building a business. That includes the calling of being a spouse or a partner. That includes the calling of focusing on you. It is not one or the other. And so all of this stuff that people are saying, well, I've got to be selfless and it can't just be about me, has to be about you first. How You're not even full enough to give to anybody else if it's not about you first. 
And then people wonder why they're burnt out and exhausted and frustrated and resentful and angry. And they're hiding their anger. You know what? That anger is killing you from the inside. You can do a really great job of pretending like it's not. You can put on a really good show every Sunday at church or every Monday at work and act as if you are just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just so thankful that I am a mom and a this and a that and simmering on the inside and poisoning yourself with the anger and resentment that you feel that you never truly show. I don't know about anybody else. I'm not living that kind of life. Not for anybody. So here's what I want to say today. It's time for you to show up for yourself. And here's the thing I need you to understand. Your reason enough to succeed in business. There are a lot of people limiting themselves and their success in business because they feel like it's a selfish calling. They feel like, well, what I want, you know, I can't just want it for me. And it's really got to be for my family. And it's really got to be for this. Can I tell you what? If it's not about you first, if you, if you don't have room enough in your life to want to succeed in your business for you, you're not going to succeed. I hate to say that. You're not. You're not going to truly ever be successful. Yeah, you might make money. Yeah, you might build something pretty substantial, but you're not going to be a success because you're always going to live with the blame, shame, guilt game of how did I build this? And, you know, what did I lose out? And I should spend more time with all that shooting on yourself. Quit it. Here's the thing. Your purpose doesn't have to be selfless, but it needs to be self-full. For you to truly make the impact and transform the lives of others in your business, that purpose doesn't have to be selfless, but it's got to be selfful because you cannot transform other people unless you give them permission for them to show up for themselves. And there is no authentic permission you can give them to do that if you aren't doing that for you first. Period. The end. Here's the other thing. Working on you building you, growing you, developing you. That's not selfish. You're not taking anything away from anybody else. Doing those things, which is what you're meant to do throughout your entire life, it's life-giving. And it's not just life-giving to you. It's life-giving to everyone around you. You know, the, the guilt that says, well, you're obsessed and you're too focused on this and you're focused on building a business and at the end of your life, that's not really going to matter. All of this bullshit that people sell other people on why they should stop living life full out, going for what they want, doing the things that they want, that kind of guilt, you better make sure that the voice that you're listening to in your head is the voice that's aligned with your highest priorities and not the voice that is intent upon making you wrong, making you feel shame, making you feel guilt, and making you feel like you really need to be focused on the needs of others. Can I tell you something? that you may not realize all those people who are criticizing, judging, and shaming you about you wanting what you want in business and you going after what you want in business. Do you know what a lot of those people, I'm just going to break this down. You're not going to want to hear this, but I'm going to say it. You know what all of those people, what their agenda really is? They just want you to focus on them. They just want you to do what they want you to do. They just want you to live the life that they want you to live. They just want to run your show. 
They want to be in control. They want to be the puppet master pulling the puppet strings. And can I share something with you? There are quite a few of those people who are not your enemies. They actually claim to love you, but they still want to be in control of you. And they may not consciously get it or see it as control, but you need to be emotionally intelligent enough to understand the difference between the voice that is from your higher self that is calling you to your purpose and the chatter in your head from other people that are guilting you into pursuing things and doing things that are all about them have nothing to do with you. Does it work that way? And it never has to be a choice of do I choose me or do I choose them? When you choose you and you are in your highest self and you are doing what you are meant to do on this, on this earth, you are better able to choose them next. You're much better equipped to do that. So just be sure the voice you're listening to is the right voice connected to the right calling, connected to the right purpose. Here's the other thing. A lot of people are waiting for other people to co-sign on their goals and dreams. I'm just going to break that myth for you right now. There are going to be a lot of people who are not going to co-sign on your goals or dreams because they're not pursuing their goals and dreams. And every moment that they watch you pursuing yours, it makes them feel guilty. It makes, it convicts them about what they're not doing in their own lives. The same way you would not take marriage advice from somebody who has been divorced several times. And I can speak from, from experience because I've been divorced two times. So you don't need marriage advice from me. I'm just, I'm not going to give it. I'm not equipped. I'm just saying I'm learning my own lessons. You're not going to get marriage advice from me because I'm not, I'm not qualified to give it the same way. You would not take marriage advice from somebody who has been married and divorced several times. Why would you ever take business advice or goal pursuit advice or dream achievement advice from somebody who gave up their goals and dreams, who is not successful in business, who's not even starting a business, has never started a business, but wants to tell you how to run your show. Why would you ever give them a vote? No, they don't get a vote. And even if they are massively successful in business, they still don't get a vote because they're not you in your business. So here's what I want to say at the other day, at the end of the day. And this is really important. And I felt the need to do this episode. It wasn't pre-planned. I felt the need to, to deliver this message because somebody, and on when I do She Runs a Show, I really don't care if a thousand people listen or if one listens. The people who are meant to listen to this episode will. Somebody needs to hear this very clearly, very emphatically, with conviction and clarity and certainty and with no doubt in it. It is time for you to show up for you without guilt, without shame, without needing to justify showing up for you by doing 15 things for other people. It is time for you to show up for you. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, I just told you what you needed to hear and you can do with it what you want. But at the end of your life, you're going to look back and you're going to see that at some point you made a very clear decision. You either at 90 are going to look back and say, you chose to live with purpose or at 90, you're going to look back and you're going to say, I'm choosing to die with regret. Two choices. 
And if you're not 90, if you're 89 and a half, guess what? You still have a choice to make. You can either live from this moment forward with purpose or whenever your moment comes to leave this earth, you can look back and say, well, damn it. I'm dying with regret. Your choice. You make that choice every moment of every day. And can I just tell you, if you are um, not showing up for yourself every single day, if you're choosing to be quote-unquote selfless, uh, if you're choosing to do what other people want, when they want, how they want, putting yourself on a platter, being a human doormat, I can guarantee you with 100% certainty, 100%, you're going to die with regrets. You're going to. I'm just going to tell you, don't even, you don't even have to ask, how's my life going to go? If you are not showing up for you, 100% guarantee that you're going to die with massive regrets. Here's the thing. The best thing you will ever do for your family, the best thing you will ever do for your friends, the best thing you will ever do for anybody whose life you impact is to show up for yourself first. And when I say show up, I mean, Pursue your goals with all your heart. Love yourself in a way that nobody could ever come close to loving you. Treat yourself with respect. Treat yourself with self-care. Talk to yourself like you would somebody you are madly, deeply in love with. And when you catch yourself not doing that, when you catch yourself being negative, when you catch yourself belittling and berating yourself, when you catch yourself being a perfectionist and like being the drill sergeant in your life, say to yourself, you know what? No, 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 no. No, I don't have to do that. I'm, I'm enough. I'm enough. I love myself. I'm enough. Let's get back at our dream. And you're going to find that the more that you live that way by showing up for yourself, you are actually more fun to be around every single day. Your family's going to like you more. In fact, the more you love you, they're going to love you more. They're going to appreciate you more. They're actually going to jump on board with your dreams and, and they're going to say, how can I support you? How can I help you? Your kids who have never made their school lunch, once they see you showing up for you, they're going to start to make their own school lunch and you're going to have 15 more minutes to work on your business. But if all you ever do is live a life where you go, okay, I, I, I'm going to sacrifice myself for everybody in my family and I'm going to just do this for you and I'm going to run around like a chicken with my head cut off and I'm going to not have time to pursue my dreams and it's all for you and I just want you to know that I'm just doing this all for you and I'm giving up my entire life for you. Can I tell you, your children are going to resent you for that because they're going to hate feeling like they're the reason that you didn't get to live your life, which in fact is not true. In if you are a child who is raised in an environment where you were made to believe that the reason your mom or dad didn't get to pursue and live their dreams was because they had you or they had to sacrifice for you or they had to be a single parent for you or they had to just kill themselves for you. Can I just say something to you? So you, and I really want you to hear this. You were never the reason they did not live their dreams. They were the reason they did not live their dreams. Do not pass that myth on to your children just because you grew up in it. It's time for you to show up for yourself. And believe me, when you show up for yourself, when you just start to say, I'm willing to focus on me. I'm willing to love myself. I'm willing to be there for myself. I'm willing to <clears throat> give myself permission to just be me, like all out. If you don't like me, whatever. If you don't love me, whatever. I'm just willing to do me. 
it is amazing how your inner circle changes. It's amazing the kind of other phenomenal people you attract into your life. It's amazing the way the clutter of your mind and the clutter of your life clears up. It's amazing what changes when you finally give yourself permission to be all that you are in all that you do all the time and you stop looking for validation from other people. That's all I want to say. It's time to show up for yourself. I don't know who this was for, but if you're listening, it's for you. How are you going to show up for yourself today? And how are you going to do that unapologetically without shame, without guilt, without feeling like you need to make up for it by sacrificing yourself the rest of the day for somebody else? How are you going to show up for yourself today? And how are you going to show up in your business today? And can I just say one more thing? A lot of this showing up for yourself in business has a lot to do with what you're charging people as your clients. Are you truly showing up in the way you're pricing your products and services? Or are you again doing things where you go, well, I'm going to charge you this little price so you can afford it. And I'm going to beg you to pay this little price because I'm not worthy, but I want to be selfless and I want to serve and I want to make an impact. So I'm going to give all my best stuff away for free. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh Uh-uh. Because all you're doing with your low cost leadership and you're giving your best stuff away for free, all you're doing is attracting people who don't, who they themselves don't know they're worthy because you're not feeling worthy. You're just attracting more of that kind of crap. And then you wonder why you can't get clients who pay high prices because you attract the energy that you send out. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Let's stop that, shall we? Let's show up for ourselves fully, completely, unapologetically. And listen, if you did people wrong, if you made mistakes, I've done my share of them. Like I, you know, I could live two lifetimes in the mistakes that I've made with other people, the things that I've done wrong. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for not being who you wanted to be in that moment. Forgive everybody else for them not being who you want them to be in this moment. Forgiveness doesn't mean trust. Forgiveness means I let all that shit go and I'm moving on. Forgiveness of self and others. Worthiness of self and others. Showing up for yourself and then for others. It's simple. It is not easy. But when you begin to do it, it works. That's my call to action. Do it. Starting today. Starting this moment. And again... At 90, you're going to look back and either you're going to look over your life and you're going to say, I lived with purpose, or you're going to look back at 90, look at your whole life and you're going to breathe your last breath and you're going to say, I'm dying with regret. You choose right here, right now. If you're 20, you're still choosing 90 today. If you're 50, you're choosing 90 today. What are you going to choose? Who are you going to be? How are you going to show up? And who are you showing up for first? Answer those questions and then live into those answers. All right, everybody. Be sure to join me in the private Facebook group. Fire your inner critic. Find your inner badass. And finally start your business. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. That was so heavy that I feel like I need to listen to one of my favorite funny songs like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer so I can like lighten my energy. That was a lot. That was a lot of deep work we just did. Okay then. I'll see you guys on the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>